When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another episode. As you can see, the title of this episode is When Will Clinical Trials Be Back to Normal? Obviously, the talk of the town, the talk of the world is about coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic, and I've been getting flooded. My emails have been flooded with people wanting to know uh, how they can get into the industry, um, how they can get in the industry during the pandemic, making it even harder to get in the industry. When will clinical trials be back to normal? All these questions about that. So I'm going to go into that here in a second. Before I get into that in, in any, with any depth, I'd like to let you guys know about the Resume Review Program. So for those that are trying to get into the industry right now during the pandemic, this is the time where you want to make sure that your resume is at its best, that your interview skills are sharpened, because when they open up, they're going to be hiring. They're going to be hiring a lot and hiring fast because there's so many new trials just in the COVID space. I don't know how many coordinators have been calling me or I've been talking to over the past few couple weeks. Now it's even more. Uh, the, the recording of this episode, uh, it is currently May 14th, 2020. I don't want to know how many coordinators, how many people I've been talking to saying they are on COVID-19 trials or how many companies that I never thought would be running COVID-19 trials are now running COVID-19 trials. So they're going to need staff to uh, fulfill those trials. So it looks like we're going to be opening it up here pretty soon. Um, so currently, I know of companies that are laying off on the travel restrictions. They're letting them expire. I think most, a lot of companies, will those will be expired by uh, this Friday. So today's Thursday, so the 15th. Um, so a lot of them are just going to be expiring. But monitors and people aren't going to be traveling just yet because pretty much all of my sites and most of my other colleagues' sites are still closed for monitoring at this time. They're still closed for research visits. So I want you guys to keep in mind that in clinical trials, you're most of the time dealing with sick individuals. So you do not want them to be under any kind of undue stress or undue harm uh, by this virus. They're already immunocompromised. They're already struggling with something. That's why they're in the clinical trial in the first place. So sites are going to be extra careful about having their patients come into the site. Which leads me to believe that we're going to still be uh, not, tr that pay, uh, research clinics are still going to be closed for an another few weeks to patient visits. Uh, they may still have, they may have uh, staff on site, um, starting to come back on site uh, here in the next couple weeks. Uh, a lot of my sites have been saying that um, they don't have a date in mind, but they are planning to open soon. Um, you've got governors, mayors, uh, elected officials all over the United States have been saying, uh, have been partially reopening. Um, they're usually doing a phase one. They're doing it in phases, phase one, phase two, sort of like clinical trials, but they're doing it in phases of the reopening. Uh, but I just got a lot to say about this. So 
First, they're doing that in phases, but the numbers still increase. The number of cases are increasing, which is expected when you're opening it back up, but the deaths are increasing also. Are we going to get to a point where we have to basically reverse course because the deaths are too much? Just wait until some somebody famous or more famous people start dying from it or someone or an elected official dies or an elected official's like close family member dies because I still think a lot of people think, you know, it's not gonna happen to them. Um, a lot of people, there's a lot of people that think that it's not deadly. It doesn't affect young people. Um, you know, the average age of the people that die are, are, uh, are pretty old. Um, but it can wreak havoc on young people. I was just watching the Joe Rogan podcast not too long ago and Michael Yo was on there. I think this was like literally two days ago. Uh, comedian. But anyway, he talks about his experience with COVID. He literally thought he was going to die. And he, you know, this is a guy who doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, uh, pretty healthy guy. But he thought, he literally thought he was going to die. And he texted his parents and he said, and, and he said like, he's not okay. I mean, of course, to his, his wife and kids, he was saying, you know, everything's fine. You know, he's going to battle through it. But he thought he was not going to make it to his parents. And he said that to his parents. He thought he was not going to make it. And it just goes to show that it just go it just goes to show that you know this is not just an old person's thing. Um, you've got to be careful. So all that to say, I think it's still going to be a while before CRAs are allowed to travel on site uh, because the sites are just going to be closed to them. Um, still, most of my sites are still closed for CRA visits, um, even though the states may have opened up. Uh, tried to reopen the economy, but I still think it's going to be a while. I'd say about two, three more weeks before CRAs really start traveling again. And even then, um, it's going to be different. Um, I've got sites in DC. I'm thinking I may drive, you know, it's less than a four hour drive. Uh, I'm thinking I may not fly. Um, and I, and this is the person I hate driving. I hate driving with the passion. Usually I fly anywhere, you know, I'll fly an hour away <laughs> if I have to. Uh, so, um, and you know, this just goes, this just goes to show that no one knows, no one really knows what's going to happen. You know, this is just my prediction, but the cases are rising fast as we reopen people and people start to think that if you reopen, everything's back to normal again, everything's fine again, um, because they're reopening, which is not the case. The cases are rising. The deaths are rising. Um, you know, President Trump outlined a bunch of guidelines to reopen. He's not even following these guidelines um, for states to follow these guidelines until they reopen. And one of them is consecutive days of plateaued or decreased cases. Not a single state that has reopened has had that where their cases are plateaued or declined. Now, I do think certain states, certain areas are more rural. Uh, they may have more separation, i.e. Texas. Uh, i.e. southern states um, and you know states places like New York City they should probably hunker down for the longest time because everyone's so congested together and that's going to increase the susceptibility of the population and things of that nature more people are going to get it but in other places they can probably reopen a little bit faster but what's happening is these places are reopening People think it's okay, so they're congregating in these places, and then you get these huge swells of people with the coronavirus, and no one knows what kind of effect they're going to have from it. They don't know if it's going to be largely asymptomatic, 
They don't know if they're going to have mild symptoms. They don't know if they're going to have severe symptoms and end up in the hospital. In worst case, they may die because it seems to be happening fast. So there's a lot still unknown about this thing. And, you know, but the best thing you can do is just to take your own precautions and really put matters into your own hands. I'm not one where I want to risk this, so I'm going to be taking extra precautions, as in flying as little as possible, uh, driving where I can, um, putting my sights in New York at the end of my visit schedule, uh, putting it, putting them way out there. Uh, borderline may not even be going, maybe delaying it, because um, that's really a, a hot bed right now for the coronavirus. Um, so I'm definitely going to be going to my more rural sites first. I'm talking Florida. I'm talking North Carolina. I'm talking Ohio. I'm talking those type of places. Um, and then I'm going to leave New York City and D.C. to way in the, in the future uh, when things have calmed down even more, hopefully. Or there's at least a treatment, hopefully. Um, it's bad, guys. It's bad. Um, it looks like the momentum. I've just been feeling the momentum over the past few weeks, just driving around, seeing way more people. When we first started the self-quarantine, uh, there was nobody on the roads, and it was actually really, really nice. I'm not going to lie. I'd go out for walks. I'd be able to walk across the street. It'd be like one car every like 10 minutes coming. It was awesome. The birds were chirping. The birds loved it. The squirrels loved it. The rabbits, the deers loved it. Um, they all loved it. Um, but now the momentum, I've just seen the momentum. Now it's basically back to normal. When I go around outside, you know, there's traffic at 5 o'clock. Uh, when I go out outside, there's a whole bunch of traffic throughout the day, like normal. And I'm still thinking, like, where are these people going? Still, a lot of stuff is closed. Gyms are closed. Restaurants are closed. Uh, you know, non-essential stores are closed. So where are these people going? I don't know where they're going. It's crazy. Um, you know, all the parks are closed. So I don't understand where these people are going. But they're out there. And so the momentum is just coming to a head where people are not trying to self-quarantine anymore. They're not trying to be held at home anymore. Um, whether that be for financial reasons, they want to get back to work, whether that just be they're antsy, whether that just means uh, they're being soft and don't want to follow the guidelines. And, you know, Americans, we have a little rebellious streak in us. It's, it's part of our DNA, part of our culture. So, you know, they'll comply for a little bit, but after a while, they're just not going to comply for the sake of not wanting to comply. That's just how we Americans are. So that's just how it is, guys. Um, but the momentum is clearly going in the direction where people are going to continue to go out to be about um, regardless of the risk, regardless of what people are saying they should do, what the experts are saying. Um, they're just not going to be held in the house anymore. So what does that mean? That probably means there's going to be another spike of coronavirus. That probably means it's going to get worse. Um, I'm crossing my fingers. Hopefully it doesn't. But, you know, that's, that's just what it is. Um, so as, it, as its effect on clinical trials, obviously clinical trials is an industry um, that has a lot of travel. And, you know, the stakeholders in the industry, i.e. the patients, they're at risk of this. So, I mean, what, what happens when a patient gets the coronavirus? Um, what happens if a study coordinator gets the coronavirus and passes it to the patients? These are things we got to think about um, when we're op reopening uh, clinical trials or 
going back to on-site monitoring, these are things we got to think about. You know, how do you conduct a monitoring visit when everything's closed? Uh, no gym, you know, no restaurants. Um, that's one of the things they've been sending out to, uh, you know, company-wide, and these companies have been sending out is, look, we're, you're not going to be able to do monitoring visits because the site is closed. You're only going to be able to do monitoring visits if, you know, there's a checklist, if, you know, restaurants are open, if, um, you know, hotels are open, and they're doing their, their best to uh, be clean about it. There's a whole bunch of checklists going. But until that happens, you're not going to be able to travel that well, or you're going to be under an advisory to travel to that place. It's not advisable for you to do that. So, like I said, the recording of this is May 14th, 2020. Of course, this thing changes daily, weekly. Uh, so who knows what's going to happen next week. But I like coming on here, doing these updates from my perspective about what's going on in the clinical trials industry and what's going on uh, dealing with coronavirus. So, of course, I'll do another update next week. And I'll be doing updates pretty much until this thing is over. Um, this is we're living in an interesting time, guys. Very interesting time. Um, so as far as when job when they'll be hiring back for jobs, oh, and another thing I want to talk about too, the re, the remote work. This industry is built for remote work. Um, a lot of the jobs, my first job, well, one of my first jobs in the industry, project management assistant. I could have did that whole job from home. There's so many jobs in clinical project management that could be done completely from home. There's so many jobs just in the world that could be done from home. Because most of the time, you're going into the office and you're going to set at a computer with internet access to do your work or whatever it is. You could do that at home most of the time. Um, you can collaborate with people from home. You can get on meetings, get on calls. Now, it's not as good as in person, but it's still it'll work. Um, you just had a company like Twitter come out and say, you know, most of their employees will be able to work from home, if not all of them will be able to work from home. So that's the few, That's probably what's going to happen. A lot of companies probably thought that they weren't capable of working from home. It affect the culture, blah, 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 blah. Well, now they're forced to work from home. So we'll see. I'm sure we're, we're going to see a bunch of companies come out and say our employees are allowed to work from home now. Um, and is that the new normal? So basically... Um, People are allowed to go out at their own risk. It's on them. It's not they're going. They're not going out for a company, for their company. So we'll see. Uh, commercial real estate's going to get crushed probably because of this. No more office buildings. Um, you know, people going to have offices in their house. Maybe people will buy bigger houses so they can have two offices. Mom and dad could have two offices, um, separate offices. So we'll see the effects of this. This is definitely going to be interesting. Um, but clinical research is built to work from home. So many people can work from home in clinical research. Um, so hopefully we see a lot more uh, companies adopting that work from home policy. When I was an in-house CRA, I had one day work from home. Um, when I was a project management assistant, I don't think I had any days work from home, unfortunately. I don't think I had a single day work from home at the time. Um, but those policies have been changing. Policies have been changing, guys. So now there's probably way more work from home. Or there's going to be moving forward. Um, so as far as back to normal, who knows what the new normal is? Um, 
But what I mean is will clinical trials be back to normal? I mean, patients coming on site. I mean, monitors going on site, reviewing documents, reviewing patient files, uh, doctors on site conducting patient visits. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I think we're a long ways away from that. I think we're a long ways away from that. Because, um, I mean, there's two things that could happen. They, they could reopen it, decide it's too risky, close it back down again. They could reopen it as the cases and deaths increase and they just let people get wiped out because the economy has to go on. People are hurting. People are struggling. Um, the economy has to go on. So, I mean, it's just unfortunate because I feel like not... I, I feel like with better leadership across the country, this would have been handled way better. With more sound and stable leadership, this would have been handled way better. And it's, it's just really unfortunate because a lot of people are going to die from this that didn't have to die. Um, a lot of people are going to die because of greed. Uh, people wanted to get the economy back normal and make more money. It's just unfortunate. A lot of people are going to die that didn't have to die because of this. Um, so we'll see, guys. Uh, we'll see. So we'll have another update next week. And um, stay safe. Um, wear your masks. A lot, I'm very happy to say that I've been in a lot of grocery stores. In a lot of stores, people are wearing masks. So that's good to see. And this is the South. So once again, people don't like being told what to do. But people are wearing masks. They are doing their best to stay safe. Um, you know, they're doing their best. So that's all we can do, do our best to stay safe. Um, and we'll have another update next week, guys. If you have any questions, concerns, need any resume review help, need interview preparation, email me, eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. Take care.